Hello and welcome to the Brutally Honest Books podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Gerrand, and I'll be giving you my honest thoughts on the books I read. While the reviews will be short and to the point, they'll include everything you want to know without any spoilers to help you figure out what you should read next. So with that said, let's jump right in. Hi everyone, welcome back. I hope you all enjoyed last week's episode, which was about the book How to Stop Time by Matt Haig. It was a lot of fun to read and talk about because it was a light fiction book with a big escapism factor. So it was entertaining and distracting, but distracting in a good way. You can kind of check out from real life for a minute. But on today's episode, we're going to be switching gears a little bit. Although today's episode is also about a fictional book, it's not a light feel-good read. But don't let that deter you because even though it's not feel-good or light, It's deep and complex and does offer up its own form of escapism, just in a heavier way. And if you haven't already noticed by the title of this episode, the book I'm talking about is David Duchovny's recently released book titled Truly Like Lightning. I'm sure David Duchovny fans are already familiar with this book since it just came out, but for those who are unfamiliar, the story revolves around Bronson Powers, a former Hollywood stuntman and converted Mormon who has been living deep in the desert outside Joshua Tree in California with his three wives and ten children. Yes, you heard that right, three wives and ten children. Here in the desert, Bronson and his wives have been raising their kids away from what they believe is the corruption and evil of the modern world. But their isolated life is upended when an ambitious, young real estate developer, Maya Abadessa, stumbles across their land. Hoping to buy it, since the amount of land he owns is vast and worth millions, she comes up with a bit of a plan and proposition for the family. With the threat of social services becoming involved, the family agrees to send three of their children to nearby public school, which is the children's first time ever seeing or being a part of normal society. And if Maya can prove that the kids do better in town compared to their siblings back home, they'll sell her a chunk of their land, which creates a dramatic shift for the Powers family as they're forced to confront and evaluate their beliefs and the way they've been living versus modern society and conventional norms. So now that you know what it's about, I have to say that I loved this whole plot. I thought the idea was really thought-provoking and was set up to be a really interesting story which is definitely what it delivered. Although it is a bit heavy at times, it was complex and really spoke to the balance that we all need to find in life. And what I mean by that is all the characters in the novel seem to represent two sides of an extreme spectrum, with Maya and her co-workers representing the 21st century, wealth, greed, and technology, which is kind of soulless and ruthless, Bronson Powers is also a religious zealot who represents this complete removal from the 21st century, who's living off of the land and is totally unconnected from technology and the modern world. And I don't know if this is something you've noticed in your own life, but living in the digital age today, along with the rise of social media, there's been this counter movement of people, mostly millennials, giving up technology, totally unplugging and living more nomadic lifestyles. But I feel like one of the biggest takeaways from this novel was that neither end of this spectrum is healthy. 
I also know Bronson's motivations are religious, and even though other people who advocate for this return to simpler times aren't religious themselves, they still have the same level of conviction. And personally, after reading the book, I walked away with this understanding that, like so many things in life, it's about balance, and living on either end of the spectrum is so damaging and unhealthy. And to an extent, the book sort of explores why that is. But that's not the only thing this book was about. There was a lot to unpack and think about, including culture, societal norms, parenthood, the power of language, religion, and just the overall complexity of people, their beliefs, and how we all coexist on a small family level and a larger societal level. So with that said, the book really meditated on these things and was a really insightful read. It was also fairly suspenseful, which I wasn't expecting at all, and ended up being a nice additional aspect to the story. It definitely kept me on my toes. I was actually a little afraid this was going to be a boring read, which it definitely wasn't. And I think something else that contributed to that was the fact that it toggles between different characters' perspectives. Had the entire story just been from Bronson's perspective, I think it could have been kind of dull, but instead it ended up being a really dynamic story that kept my interest throughout. I also found it super interesting to finally read something by Duchovny. I've known about his writing for a long time and I've been dying to read one of his novels, but this is actually the first book of his I've read, so I was super excited about that. And for anyone who's potentially unfamiliar, David Duchovny is a famous actor. He was in The X-Files and Californication, but apart from that, he's an accomplished writer. He actually earned his BA in English Literature from Princeton and then went on to get his Master's in English Literature from Yale. And this is his fourth novel. I also want to add really quickly that when I was putting together this podcast episode, I saw on IMDb that Truly Like Lightning is actually being turned into a TV miniseries and Duchovny himself is going to play Bronson Powers. So assuming that's true, I'm super excited to see who will play all the other characters and how that'll play out on screen. But in regards to Duchovny's credentials as an author, it's not surprising then that this was a really well-written book. Duchovny is a really confident writer with a strong voice. He writes with a lot of conviction and strong, clear sentences. It did take me a minute to get into the book because his writing is really methodical. Every word and sentence seems to be really thought out and well-chosen. You can definitely tell he spent a lot of time and effort on this book, which is really nice to see. I really appreciate when you can tell that an author spent a lot of time thinking about what they're writing and the message they want to convey through the story. But that being said, I personally didn't like Maya's storyline and the sections that were from her perspective. I don't want to give anything away, but I found certain aspects a little irritating. I actually felt that if the parts of the book that pertain to her story were done differently, and any pop culture references that are in the book were taken out, then this could have gone down as a timeless book. With a tiny bit of tweaking to the story, I really think this could have been a classic parable with a big rereadability factor. But because of her character, her storyline, and the pop culture references, it made the book much more of a contemporary read, making it much more of the moment which very well might have been exactly what the comedy was going for. 
He does seem to want to express certain thoughts and feelings about today's world, like current politics and environmental concerns. It's also because of that, you do feel like maybe you're getting a small peek into Duchovny's headspace since he's actually a pretty private individual. Granted, it's a very abstract peek. It's not as if there's a connection between himself and the characters or their perspectives, but it's more like the novel as a whole might be shedding a small light on the attitude that surrounds his worldview. So if you're an avid reader yourself and or a fan of David Duchovny, I'd urge you to give this a read. While it's not a book where you'll fall in love with the story or connect with the characters, it is a read that'll give you a lot to think about because ultimately this is a poignant reflection on family, religion, sex, greed, human nature, and the world we all live in both in our own headspace and as a part of society. So if you do give this a read, I'd love to know what you think. Be sure to follow on Instagram at Brutally Honest Books and feel free to leave a comment on the post for this book. But if this isn't really your vibe, stay tuned for the next episode because I'll be talking about a really great book that's nonfiction and is all about the first climbers to reach the top of Mount Everest and the other mountains in the Himalayas. But until then, thank you so much for listening. Be sure to rate and review on iTunes and subscribe from wherever you're listening. And I will talk to you all in the next review. Thank you so much for listening to the Brutally Honest Books podcast. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening from. If you like the show, you can rate and review on iTunes. And be sure to follow along on Instagram at Brutally Honest Books.